grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the show, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do, hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and reminisce about old, crazy, fun stories. I'm sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do, hang out with a friend and reminisce about crazy old days. Most weeks, I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. Comedian, showrunner, extraordinaire of the Village Idiot, the other producer, Isaac Gardenberg. Yeah. Ah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on, man. For sure. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, yeah, how are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> Plug everything up front real quick. Plug uh, the show, uh, yep. social media, everything. Cool. Yeah, Village Idiot uh, comedy show. We do it every Monday, 10 p.m. at the Mayfly, every Wednesday, 7.30 at the Juke Bar, uh, East Village, Lower East Side. Uh, we post about it all on Instagram, at the Village Idiot. Uh, my Instagram is just IsaacG53. There you go. Perfect. So, I wanted to have you on. We had Andrew on, yeah. who... Uh, <laughs> who had some stories. Yeah, he's got a lot of those. Yeah, well, it was funny because when I ran into you guys, I think I told this on his episode, but when I ran into you guys at uh, one of the mics, I was like, oh, you guys should come on and do the podcast. And you looked at me and you go, well, I don't know about me, but this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he came on and he had some pretty fun stories and it was a lot of fun. And then you texted me after. You're like, yeah, I'll do it too. Like, oh, oh come on. Let's let's do it. Well, I was just trying to figure out with like work how yeah. to get on. But I have uh, – I'm starting a new job. So, I just have like a week off. So yeah. So, it's beautiful. Well. It worked out perfect. So, tell everybody – I like to do this with all my first-time guests. Tell everybody kind of – about yourself. Did you come up in New York or where are you originally from? Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. But I have a lot of family in New York. Like my grandparents live here, my uncles. So I've been, you know. You've been a product of the city your yeah, whole life. Yeah, in some ways. But I definitely grew up in Jersey on the shore. Yeah. yeah. Did you beat the beat up? Well, it was like, uh, not like the show, you know, oh. a, little, a little more north. The way you said... Yeah, the I shore. I got all excited. I know. I don't like that though. Yeah, it's it's. Is it's, that a stigma? That, I think so. Yeah, that now yeah. that you have to live with the sense that show came out. But I do love the show. It's just like, do you I, really? I, oh, it's awesome. But it's like an hour south of me, so I was like a little more, a little more quiet of a town. Yeah. God, I. This is gonna sound really sad, but it's ex drinking, buddy. So I'll tell you. Uh, when I got really bad into my alcoholism, no one would want to drink with me. And I wouldn't want to drink with anybody else. So Netflix originally started airing, this is years ago, started airing the first like three or four seasons of Jersey Shore. Okay. So I would just lock myself in the back room of my cousin's apartment and watch Jersey Shore on my phone and like, like project myself into the environment and be like, yeah, we're all drinking, you know. Those are your friends. Those were my friends That's that I I would do shots with. Like <laughs> when they would start drinking, I would start drinking and I'd be alone like in my underwear sitting at a computer desk watching it on my phone and That's I'd crazy. be like, yeah, we're getting fucked up. T-shirt time. Start drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the cab driver tonight. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's, that's my fondest memories of Jersey Shore. I didn't watch it until like quarantine. I had nothing to do. Oh, like, really? Yeah, so I'm you like, got late to the party. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is like kind of part of my heritage in some way. <laughs> <laughs> part of my heritage. I just really know. 
you're going to see me taking notes, but that's just stuff that I want to remember. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, how did you, uh, when did you start doing comedy? Uh, I guess it depends, like, how far back you want to go. I don't know. Like, stand-up comedy, I did. Uh, yeah, when did you start doing, like, open mics and doing stand-up and stuff? Yeah, so I really, I say, like, it started kind of, like, a year and two months ago, like, February 2021. Okay. But I, uh, I did, like, 10 open mics uh, between February and March 2020, and then I took, like, the year off with COVID okay. and everything. And we then, count that, because I started in 09 and then took... Like, I don't count it. You could uh, count it. Yeah, I know. I count it. it. When people right. ask, I go, I started in 09, and I was doing, like, an open mic, like, every three weeks, but yeah. I count it. All right. Well, well, we could keep different numbers. That's fine. <laughs> it's like when you talk to a guy about how many girls you've been with, and they're like, how many girls have I made out with? It's like, no. How many girls have you had sex with? Dude? Oh, no. That's we're talking we're hand-holding. It all yeah. counts. Yeah, yeah, it all. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's how I keep doing. my numbers. No, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm like. If we many... locked eyes awkwardly at a bar, that, that counts. counts. Yeah. No, mine's like, um, how many of them did I love? You know. Yeah, yours is strictly love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when have you always been a fan of comedy? Yeah, yeah, I always like. Okay, comedy. was it stand up? Because I've had people on, and we they talk about whether they like the you know comedic movies or TV shows or stand up itself. What were you more of a fan of? Like I, growing up, yeah. like what was your appointment television? Well, I I liked uh, I like came up like watching like Rodney Dangerfield with like my dad and my grandpa I okay. like, a lot. But I also loved like comedic movies, TV shows, and like also when I was a kid, like YouTube was like starting to be a big. Oh thing, yeah, because so you're a lot younger that. than me, so that was yeah, that was twenty five. So that yeah. was. Yeah, YouTube was huge. When yeah. I was like, I love that stuff. But also stand up and Gee, so you you came into stand up when you were able to just like pull up a comic that you liked and watch clips on yeah. YouTube. You yeah. could do yeah, because when I first got into stand up when I was twelve, it was like the Comedy Central Presents, like when that was a huge deal. And I would record it on VHS. This is how old I am. I would record them on VHS. Okay. So I would have them. So I had like Mitch Hedberg, Tom Rhodes, like the original, the first one Dane Cook did. Like I had all those like recorded. That's cool. And then I would just go back and watch them. But you came up where you could just be like, oh, YouTube, Sam yeah, Morell, and then it yeah, just pops exactly. up. So that's, yeah, I came up like, I think the first, the first show I went to, I think I was like 16. I went to see, it was for my sister's birthday. Somehow I made this her birthday present. <laughs> Like, I got to go see uh, uh, Moshe Kasher. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Caroline. So, like, what, took the train from Jersey, met up with my sister. She was in college here, and uh, it's a great show. But, like, I used to love his stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, he's hilarious. Him and uh, Natasha are so funny. Yeah. I haven't watched him in so long, but that was, like... That was the first kind of... Yeah. When you were like, oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah, and he was, like, Jewish and, like, yeah. religious. So it was, like, kind of similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you, you talk about being Jewish a lot in your set. What else can I talk about? <laughs> Well, let's get into it. So you came up in Jersey, um, did, and you said you grew up uh, an hour north of the, the actual Jersey Shore, like yeah. the party shore. So was it like a big party town where you grew up, or no, not at all? Just quiet, sleepy kind of suburbs. Yeah, I'd say over like maybe the last like five, ten years, like in the summer, it becomes a little more party town, but like yeah. pretty, pretty quiet. Like winter is completely dead. Everyone leaves, and it's just like small. Did you guys leave in the winter? Or did you? No, stay? we were there all the time. Yeah. But you're like, no, we're riding this out. We don't yeah, have a fucking there summer the home. Yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? No, no, this is just my home. Like, you guys come. Yeah, <laughs> you guys come to visit. This is where I live. Yeah, I live here. I have to be here in the winter. It's freezing and it sucks, but I'll be here. <laughs> so, how did... Because I know we heard Andrew's perspective. How did you start... Uh, how did you get into the Village Idiot? How did that whole thing start? Because well, we were... 
He yeah. was. Te- well, I don't mean to interrupt, but he was telling us because I don't. I know we have a lot of listeners, so I don't want to like go back and rehash the exact story that he told. But he was telling us how when COVID happened, you guys found kind of the loophole being able to do a, a, an indoor comedy show at a bar because bars were open, but comedy clubs were shut down. Am I right. am I remembering that right? Yeah, I guess. But like, we were really we were trying to just start an open mic. Like, okay, Andrew's been doing comedy longer than I have. Yeah, yeah, he talked about that, but. I was How he's so much better than you. No, I'm so just much, I mean, I have the hair, I have the height. It's all good. He can have a little more. I'm kidding. More skill. What do I just start this huge rift up? <laughs> no, no, we're gonna fight after this. One. You're gonna be like, Department. "Fuck you, man!" I ran today. I'm gonna go do 12 push-ups and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so, you said you wanted to just start an open mic. Was that just because you were like, "Oh, I'm newer to comedy, and this is what you do. You start, you start shows." Well, we were just like, yeah, let's, our plan was like, let's start an open mic and then like in six months or to a year, let's start a show. Okay. And we went around to a bunch of bars and, um, juke bar that we went in there and they're like, we're, we're not an open mic bar. We're a show bar. Like if you guys want to do a show. We- so is that a, is that a very strict distinction in New York City? Cause I've noticed that there's some places where it's like, we had open mics there, but then people were like, oh, no, we have to call it a show. It can't be an open mic. Like, they said they only want shows here. Is that something that happens in New York? Well, I think with the, with the show, you're going to get an audience. With the yeah. mic, you're not. So, so is that what the bar the bar's whole mindset is? Like, we're not going to do just an open mic for, like, 10 comics? Yeah, I think they just wanted to have more people in if they were going to be opening it to comedy. Okay, That's yeah. What it felt like. Yeah. But, yeah, and then they, they, you know, they said, we're, you guys could do a show here. Um or at first, they didn't. And then we like followed up with them a couple times. And then eventually, yeah, started a bi-weekly show. And um, f- like I guess a month or two ago, we started making it weekly there. And Well, because it's a huge show. And I was telling Andrew the same thing. It's like you guys have some of the best comics in New York on the show, which makes them some of the best comics in the world. Right. Because New York is the mecca for stand-up. So it's turned into like this huge thing. Yeah. I mean, it's been great for for us you know just did you expect this when you started it i mean I, I obviously i don't think you would but that's what new york's all about is like starting something on a whim and then hoping that it turns into something i mean i i i don't think we we wouldn't still be doing it if it didn't work out yeah for one but i think um i mean the first few shows like first couple months like i was packing it with like my friends like yeah i had they're they're like sold out shows, but at least half the people and they were my friends and like they they still come to the shows all the time like they support it so and Andrew, like, he's great with, like, the online marketing stuff. Yeah. So, it just, I think both of us together, we we knew it would work. We didn't know it would work out, but we kind of forced it to work out. Yeah. You just kept doing it, yeah. until, it until it worked. That's like me with everything in my life. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to keep doing it, and then eventually someone's going to listen. Yeah. Or you die and whatever. Yeah. But nobody cares. Exactly. But at least we have a record of everything that I've ever done. It's uh, on Instagram. God, isn't it, though? So, we talked about the Village Idiot, how that whole thing got started. When did you... Like, when did you decide, like, I'm going to start taking comedy more seriously? Was that before you guys started doing The Village Idiot, when you first started doing open mics? or Because you said you took that year off. But I know there's a point in every comedian's life where they're like, all right, I got to, you know, either shit or get off the pot, basically. Right. So, how did what, what was the experience that led you to that? Well, I, I did, like, those few open mics, and then everything shut down for COVID, so it forced me to stop. And um, I didn't want to do the outdoor mics. I was like so new. I was like super nervous. I was like, I don't want to say these things outside in the public. <laughs> so I uh, I stopped. Like over that year, I kept thinking like, man, I really want to do this. And then as soon as it opened, we just kind of hit the ground. Okay. Running. So it was it, it was it, 
the stand-up getting taken away from you where you were kind of like, wait, I, I, I really want to do this. Yeah, Okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. How did the first show you did, how did that go? The When you first started doing the open mics before everything got shut down, how, how did you like it? How did you feel? Were they good shows? Like the open mics? I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I... Because I've had people on and they're like, yeah, I brought a bunch of my friends and I fucking murdered. Then I've had people on and they're like, no, I bombed for like three months straight and I yeah. hated my life, but I kept going. I no, I definitely didn't bring any friends. Yeah. I one of my friends came with me, but he was also trying an open mic. Yeah. Um, I thought I was getting laughs. I listened back to them like kind of recently. Oh, so you recorded it? Yeah, I recorded like starting from the second one. The first one, I just yeah, that's gone forever. Yeah, but I I didn't get any laughs. But I I thought <laughs> I was. But now listening back, any of the laughs were like laughs at, not laughs with, kind of thing. Big distinction. Yeah. Big distinction. Yeah, because at I, the time those laughs at were enough to get me to keep going. Yeah, because that's something that I've started to realize now in my older age is that like we, we were talking about this before we started recording, but I'll go to open mic sometimes and I'll like I try to only do new stuff and then I'll bomb and then I'm like, well, let me bring out old stuff and then that bombs and then I'm like, let me just make fun of myself. I get like I just want somebody to give me something, right? And so then I'll just start. I remember when I went back home, I told the story about Soder and Burr and all that on stage and one of the comics came up to me after and she goes you don't really do that on stage do you and i go what do you mean she goes you don't tell those like self-deprecating like celebrity sighting stories on stage in new york do you and i go no i was just <laughs> bombing so badly i wanted something from right, the audience anything to get a laugh to yeah get a reaction. yeah like i'll make myself look like an asshole and yeah. be like hey i got to meet bill burr and he called me a fucking creep <laughs> <laughs> just to get that just to yeah. be like somebody give me something right but it's God, those first couple open mics are brutal. Luckily, mine were so long ago that I barely remember them. Yeah. Because I got wasted before. Right. Like, so drunk that I thought, oh, I'll just get... I won't be nervous because I'll just keep drinking. And then I was still nervous and then just hammered. So, yeah. it was like the worst mix. I don't think I was... I would maybe have like one beer before them, one or two before them. Yeah. But I remember the first time someone told me I was funny, like after a mic, and it was the, like the best feeling yeah. ever. Yeah. And it was like an audience member too. So. Oh, really? Yeah. That's always great. Yeah, it was cool. There are times, has this ever happened? This happened to me at the Hell Yeah show. This was the most recent time. But I brought like a bunch of people. Well, I brought my cousin and she brought a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And during the show, I'm like, I'm not, like my material is dark. So I was like, oh, it's not going to play to these attractive 20 something year old right. white women. Like this is not going to work. But my cousin was nice enough and sweet enough to bring a bunch of her friends. And that just happened to be the room. So, it's like, fucking figure it out, stupid. Yeah. Like, that's your job. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the set, I'm like, oh, this is not going as well as I had hoped. And then after, like, three or four of her friends came up. They're like, you were so funny. Like, yeah. everyone was funny, but you were so funny. And I was like, what? Like, no, I wasn't. Like, nobody laughed. Like, what are you talking about? But that... That feeling when someone comes up to you after just randomly and it's like, you're funny. Yeah. That's probably the most validation definitely any of us could ask for. That's what it's all for, right? Yeah, because I've done shows where I've crushed in the room and then afterwards everyone just kind of walk, walks by you to leave and you're like, wait, didn't anybody like it? Yeah. But I think it's a better feeling where just for me selfishly, it's a better feeling where maybe I don't do as well in the room, but then people are coming up to me after because yeah. then I'm like singled out and I'm like, yeah, what's up? We I'm, had I'm we had best. a show like that recently though. Did you? Where it was like mostly like young like 20-year-old girls like early 20s and they were all looking at us smiling the whole show. No one laughed. 
we all thought we were bombing. And then after they come up to us, like, that was the best thing ever. I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? No one left. Like, like it's our first time ever seeing a comedy show, but we love that. Yeah, some people don't. My girlfriend, Savannah, friend of the show, she's the same way. She's not an auditory la- uh, an audit- auditory. She's not a loud laugher. Right. She smiles and nods. And then she'll be like, that was hilarious. Yeah, and I'm like, like, that's not that's I'm here for that's it, not conducive to com- yeah but like i remember we watched the new taylor tomlinson set on netflix and right. it was hilarious and we were laughing like i was dying and i looked over at her and she was just doing the smile and nod and i was like afterwards i was like did you not like that she goes no it was probably one of the best specials we've ever watched and i was like the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> I can't really laugh when I'm watching it at home a lot of the time. Oh, really? See, it, yeah. If I'm I'll like go there, back. I could laugh way better. Yeah. Well, it's an in the room kind of thing. For sure. But I, I, to this day, I'll go back and watch like mostly stories like Tom's second special on Netflix and I will still out laugh out loud to myself yeah. by my, but I'm a psycho. Right. But it's the same. <laughs> I used to watch Jersey Shore do shots. So That's it's true. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not probably the best template for, for what to laugh at. <laughs> God, I can't believe I told that story. That's miserable. That's that's like a, a one man party. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's next time you've got nothing to do. Do it this week. You have a week off from work, right? Just find something that's like a festive party thing on Netflix and just drink like you're with them. I don't drink anymore. And then, oh, see, yeah, perfect. Boom, comes back full <laughs> circle. Well, let's talk about when did you give up drinking? Uh, coming up on four months. Four now. months. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't realize that you had quit drinking too. I knew yeah. Andrew did, but I didn't realize you did as well. For sure. Yeah. So, um, let's let's go back in time. Let's okay. go back in time before we get to why you stopped drinking. Let's talk about the first time you drank. Okay. Because I asked you to send me a list, and at the top of the list, you literally wrote first time drinking. Well, that was the first time I really drank. Like, yeah. I, I drank the first time I ever drank. I would think I was like. I was on vacation. I don't. I honestly don't know how old I was. I was Eight or nine? No, nah, like thirteen or fourteen. Okay. Well, probably. it's Jersey, so I don't know. That's true. But <laughs> <laughs> we were. I invite you on just to rip the shit out of you the whole time. That's all good. I'm used to it. <laughs> no, so you're like thirteen and you're on vacation? Yeah, somewhere like Mexico or something. Just with my oh family. wow, so you guys like went on like vacations? Well, we had to leave Jersey because it was. Jersey. Terrible and yeah. cold and you know. Yeah, the winter thing I'm not used to. I grew up in Florida. This was the first time I've ever seen snow was this past winter. Did you like it? Yeah. To be honest with you, I thought it was so cool to like especially because everyone's like, Oh, this is the most snow because I live in the city and everyone's like, Oh, this is the most snow the city's had in yeah. years. And I was like, Oh, this is so like I'm walking around like FaceTiming with my family, like, oh my God, look, it looks like the movies. It was fun. But now that it's April and it's still 40 outside, I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, it'll be like that till like May. That's what everyone said. I was yeah. like, no, 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 like middle of March, we'll start. No. I put all my snow stuff up like March like 28th when it was like 60. I was like, oh, all this stuff is going back up in storage. Oh, no. And it then it dropped back down and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. It snowed like a week ago. Well, also the snow in the city sucks. You need to go to the suburbs for yeah. the snow because it turns to like mud. Yeah, it turns to like now. slush. It's pretty, it's pretty disgusting. But- yeah. You're in Mexico, getting away from the sludge. Right. I was in Mexico and we, uh, I had never drank before. None of my friends had ever drank before. And um, the whole time we're just like, can I get a drink? Like to the bartender, so our, pet, our dads are like, no, of course not. Like you're a little kid. Yeah. You can't drink with us. And, <laughs> and, and eventually, we just like found an open beer tap somewhere. Like in the hotel. Oh, okay. So it was like a bar that just wasn't in service, but they still had all the lines hooked up. Yeah. And you were like, jackpot. We like filled it halfway with beer 
and then halfway with soda because we were like if and it was in a beer mug like if anyone sees us they'll just think we're drinking ginger ale yeah exactly and it tasted amazing yeah and but like that was just the first time i drank and like we just that's all i drank was like half a beer and it was great it was the best feeling in the world god it's such a great feeling it was awesome then the first time i really drank i must have been a few years later it was like 16 17 so high school in jersey yeah the end of high school and it was i'm trying to like really remember but like we just my friend somehow got a bottle of vodka and we were just in the basement do you remember what kind of vodka these are always i think it had to be something shitty yeah i don't remember what kind of course it was plastic it was in a plastic bottle for sure yeah yeah i don't know how he got it if he had a fake idea or if he stole it from somebody or his parent i don't know but it was just some shitty vodka. We had like these double shot glasses, like the big yeah, ones. Yeah, the big ones, baby. Yeah. And it was just five of us in the basement. And we're like, all right, let's just do this. And we're just <laughs> like it was a mission from God. <laughs> yeah, it was time. Like it's it's time to drink, boys. Like <laughs> here we go, strap in. Yeah, and it's we party were just time. Ripping shots. I don't know how many I drank, but we were wasted, wasted. Yeah. And then I like called, I think my stepbrother, somebody to come pick me up after because I was just. So this is at the friend's house. This is not at your house. Yeah, it was at my friend's house in his basement. And we were just getting wasted. Just, I don't know how many we drank, but we were just, we finished the bottle for sure. God. Just like, I remember we had orange juice there. It was just orange juice. And is vodka. this on a weekend or during the week? All these like little details I'm always Weekend. obsessed with. Weekend. Weekend. So you don't have anything to do the next day. Nothing you don't have to, to worry about going to class or anything. Yeah, it's a Saturday night. And uh, yeah, we're just ripping the shots, and I—I I don't know. We we're probably like calling people, just yeah. making fools of ourselves. Oh yeah, because you guys had cell phones when you first started drinking. Yeah, like you had access to all that stuff. Definitely. God, yeah. that's got to be terrible. That is the worst. Because I look back on some of my Facebook statuses when I was in my like late twenties drinking, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I couldn't imagine being sixteen or seventeen and drinking and having access to the internet. It's the worst. It shouldn't it shouldn't be allowed. You should have to lock up your phone before you drink. Yeah, because when I when I first started drinking when I was like 18, 19 and like really was getting into it, like we had s- phones, but they weren't it wasn't like it is now with the smartphone kind of I hate having young people on this show. It makes me sound like an <laughs> asshole. But like if I wanted to put up a Facebook status, I would have to log in to Facebook on my computer to do right. it. And then with the advent of the iPhone and smartphones and stuff, you could just do it from your phone. Yeah. And that was a horrible mixture for getting blackout drunk. So you <laughs> so you're 17, you have a phone, you're obviously getting hammered, you're yeah. calling people, texting people, doing whatever you do, then you call your stepbrother to come get you. I'm like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. I'm like, you need to come pick me up right now. I need to get home. Is this at like two in the morning or is this at like ten o'clock at night? Do you remember? I don't, but I feel like it was probably closer to two in the morning. Okay. Then. Yeah, it was pretty late. Just because you're that young and you're drinking for the first time, so it would be hilarious. It was like 9.30 and you're like, dude, I'm wasted. <laughs> I think it was late, if I remember. I'm you got to come get me. It's hard to remember because I was like from the first time to the last time I drank, I was just blacking out. So, yeah. Like, a lot of these details were like told to me like afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. Which is why I don't have a lot of details for some of these stories. Too. I'm very, I'm very yeah. aware of that, that situation. Yeah. But then he took me home and I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to be good. He like put me straight into the bathroom. I was just like throwing up. Yeah. I don't know. My dad didn't wait. No one woke up and came. My little sister came and saw me. And this is the only part I like really remember. She's like, are you like, are you okay? I was like, go back, go back to sleep. I'm fine. Just <laughs> screaming at her. 
And uh, I don't even know if she remembers that or if she knew I was drunk. I have no idea. I never asked her about it, never spoke about it again. Well, hopefully she listens to this and she can reach out and tell you. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't, but <laughs> I'm sure she will. So a lot of the stories that you sent me take place between in that time frame between like towards the end of high school and then like college. So yeah. is that where you just like ripping and rolling or like what happened? So after the first time you get hammered, are you like, oh, this is something I want to do every weekend? Or were you like? Oh, that was terrible. Like, I don't want to do that again. I probably thought I never wanted to do it again, but then I did it for another like eight years again. (laughs) Just kept doing it. Yeah. But in high school, I didn't really drink that much. Yeah. I went to like a small Jewish high school. Oh, okay. There was like 40 kids in the grade. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty small. There was 529 kids in my graduating class. That's crazy. 3,200 kids at this school. That's huge. Yeah, yeah it's, it was a big school. Yeah, I knew everybody. Yeah, that's you know? that's fun. And especially because it's in Jersey. So now I'm sure, are you still friends with a lot of those people? Like when you have shows, do you invite them out and stuff? Not really. A lot of them are married, have oh, like, really? kids and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. Mm, sucks to suck, you know. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Good for them. So, no, I'm friends, I'm friends with some of them. They come to shows. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I just didn't know because being in like such a close-knit environment and now living because you still you still live in jersey no i live here you live in the city now yeah. what part of the city do you live in i'm in the east village but oh, okay my lease is about to be up i don't know what i'm gonna do we'll everyone's talking about astoria i'm not going to queens really yeah see i'm the same way i'm not going to Queens. i'm here i'm gonna be here that's thank you so much yeah you're the only person who's agreed with me on this really yeah so when savannah and i were totally gonna get off the rails but we oh, need good. to fill an hour so we got we'll come <laughs> back to it but when savannah and i First moved here, my big thing was, or no, excuse me, her big thing was, if we're going to live in New York, we're going to live in the city. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. Because originally, I was like, all gung-ho, like, hell yeah, let's do it. But then I heard about, like, the county taxes and the borough taxes and the city taxes. And then I had a couple friends who would summer in New York, like, for work. I say summer in New York. We all work in the service industry. So right. in the oh, okay. summertime, they would come up and work at like fancy country clubs. Got it. And then in the winter, they'd come back down to Florida. But they're not in New York City. They're probably out like in the Hamptons. That's the thing is yeah. they – so they're all telling me like – or some of them were even in Jersey. So they're telling me like, no, go to the outskirts of the city. Like go to Jersey City. Go to Astoria. Go to Queens. Go to Brooklyn. And I was like, actually, that sounds a lot better than paying what we pay for rent in a tiny apartment. So I brought it up to Savannah and she's like, you're outside your fucking mind. Like, we're already decided. Like, we're going to live in the city. And now that I live in the city, like in in Midtown, I love it. Yeah. Like, there are parts of it where I'm like, yeah, I wish – like, I've gone to other comics' apartments and I'm like, wait, you pay half of what I pay and this is three times the size and you're only a 30-minute train ride out. But then when I walk outside and I'm like, oh – I'm at 52nd and 2nd. Like, this is pretty badass. Yeah. Like, I'm a 10-minute train ride from work. I'm a 10-minute train ride from the stand, a 15-minute train ride from the cellar. I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I think I'm going to stay here. Well, that's the thing. If if I didn't have a day job, I'd pro- probably be more open to living like in Queens or Brooklyn or something. But I work, you know, I'm working 9 to 5 and then yeah. I have to run and go do comedy. I don't have... You don't have the luxury of time. Yeah, exactly. By the time so, you get off work, you're like the open mics and stuff are starting. Yeah, five. I already missed the first round of them. Yeah, and run over. So if I, like I said, if I had, if I was doing comedy full time, then yeah, okay, I'll, I'm happy to save some money. I have the time to commute thirty minutes to go do a mic or a show. Yeah, because you're not doing anything else. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a, something I talked with uh, Stephen about last week was this whole balance that you have to find. And we were talking about this before between the hang versus doing mics, but there's still an also, there's also a balance when you first like start taking comedy seriously in the first couple of years, 
Like, especially like I just moved to New York, so I have to start over. So I'm basically at zero. Right. All the, like I have the material from before, which works like if I'm put on a show, but I don't have the connections or the, the, the networking or anything like that. So I have to start over. And there's this weird balance of like, I have a really, a job at a really nice restaurant and everyone at my work is always like, if you work six days a week, you'd like kill it. That you'd make six figures. Like right. you should do that. But then there's another part of me that's like, well, I don't care about money. Right. Like so I moved here for, for comedy. So there's this weird balancing act of like, yeah, I want to work enough to be able to pay my bills and live comfortably. But then I also feel like I'm cheating the quote unquote starving artist like comedy thing. So do you ever, it's almost like an imposter syndrome. Do you ever feel that because you work like an actual day job? Or are you like, no, that's what I have to do to survive? Yeah, that's just what I have to do. Yeah. I mean, I'll okay. do it as long as I have to, but hopefully eventually I don't have to anymore. But okay. Yeah. Cause I'm in the same boat, but there's a part of me that feels like, no, if you want to do it, you got to do like what other comics do, which is like make no money and like starve to death. I don't, I don't. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page with yeah. that. I mean, See? if that's what you want to do, that's great. But I, you know, I'd like to be able to pay for things if yeah, I want to exactly. buy something. There is, there is that weird thing in the back of my head though, where it's like the story would be so much cooler if I can't, like the rock, I had $7 in my pocket, but then I go to the grocery store and I'm like, nah, this is expensive. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> And you could spend your money horribly and also just have $7. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is something that I do quite a bit. Yeah. Like, I see how much – I see like I get my pay stubs and I'm like, I didn't make that much money. Where did it all go? <laughs> exactly. And then I check my credit card statement. I'm like, oh, I'm going out to eat three times a day, six days a week. That'll that's do. where it all went. Yeah, and also paying to live in Manhattan yeah. and all that. So. And then just the subway. You don't – the little things you don't think about. Um, let's get back on track because I okay. derailed us. All good. So – a lot of your drinking, you're only 25, so it's not like it was forever ago, but a lot of your drinking was between high school and college. So I don't know which one you want to do next. We could do the house party or we could do the visiting colleges. I kind of want to save the visiting colleges one for last because okay. we were very excited about that one. Well, I just remembered it like that was like a big, I don't, I don't remember, but everyone told me about it. You okay. I mean, it's one of those. So let's, let's, let's go back. Let's talk about the house party you had between high, the summer between high school and college. Yeah. That was a, that was a rough that was one. Was a banger? That's what they tell me too. I, <laughs> I, oh man. My, my dad and, and my stepmom, they were going away for one night. Like they had like, I don't know. I don't remember why, but they were just coming to the city for one night. Okay. And I called. See a show or something? Yeah, probably something like that. And they're just like going to stay. So, here. take us back. So, you're 18. Uh, 17. You graduated at 17? Yeah. I yeah, turned high 18 five. Me too. After. Hell yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking idiots graduating at 18. Fools. Fools. Yeah, I graduated college at 21. Yeah. My man. <laughs> eh, college took me a little longer, but that's when I started <laughs> right. getting arrested. Uh, Nine years for you or something? <laughs> it was five, but <laughs> I went in. I graduated high school in 2006 and I didn't get out of college until 2012. But I took like a year you off. graduated yeah. high school in 2006? Yeah. I graduated middle school in 2010. I told you, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're pretty I'm, old. Yeah, I'm 33. I guess that's not that old. That's See, when you old, say it on paper, it's not that old. But yeah, then, but when the numbers, the years that have yeah. happened, that sounds like a long time. But that's only because middle school is only three years. High school is only four years. So like, right, when you think true. about it that way, it's like, well, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. All that right. makes sense. I'm going to go home and kill myself. All right. Uh, so, you're 17. Yeah, your, your dad and you said your dad and your stepmom, that's who you're living with? Uh, well, I've I lived with my mom and my dad. They live close to each other. Oh, okay. But, um, so yeah, commute too. High five on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But they were like super close. Like, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah like no. a mile away or something. Yeah. See, my parents live like 30 minutes apart, but we would do the whole, you know, every other weekend. Yeah, and same that, thing. Yeah, that whole thing. But I was so, with my mom 
a little more than with my dad. But who was the more lax parent, if you don't mind my asking? Because um, for me, it's no, it's a no-brainer. My mom, she was. Really? I have a whole bit about it. Like I had the cool mom, where she's like, "You guys can drink as long as nobody drives." Or you oh, guys drinking? Can... No, they were both. Oh, not, very okay. Drinking, neither one of them was relaxed at so all. So you didn't have like a like a like a party parent, like a cool. No, not like that. Okay, not at all. Yeah, strict Jewish household. Yeah, relatively, I guess. Okay, definitely there are more strict, but it wasn't. Well, there's a reason I've been arrested eight times and you haven't. Yeah, I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> you had stable. <laughs> that could be it too. <laughs> you had stable role <laughs> models. What do you mean? Your mom wasn't taking you to the karaoke bar till two in the morning when you were fifteen. You used to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this isn't all. Your fault. <laughs> Oh, I love my mom to death, and she knows that I am a total mama's boy, but her, one of her ex, or not one of, her ex-husband, not my dad, but right. the one after, he, like, thought he was going to be a famous singer. Mm. So, he would, like, take her to karaoke, like, and he was, like, into it. Like, yeah. no, we're going to rip. Mm-hmm. And I, I was always an anxious kid. So, you know, I was 13, 14 years old, and my mom and my stepdad wouldn't be home till like, 2 or 3 in the morning. So, I'd panic. Like, they didn't live in a very nice neighborhood right. in Daytona, so I'd freak out. So, I remember that <laughs> my stepdad's solution was like, well, then just bring him to the bar with oh. us. <laughs> oh, most great singers start doing karaoke. <laughs> Bruce Spring- Springsteen came up like that in Jersey. So, I was 15 years old doing Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, like... At one in the morning at a karaoke bar. Just getting ripped? No, I wasn't getting ripped, but everyone else around... I didn't start drinking, drinking until I was like 18, 19, but everyone else around me was getting hammered. Yeah. But God, so that's not... (laughs) I only bring that up because I always assume it's our experience. So I always assume my experience is similar to everyone around me. Right. So whenever I talk to someone and they talk about party stories, I'm like, oh, well, like who was the cool parent? Like who was the one you used to drink with? Yeah. So it's always hilarious when people are like, neither. Yeah. Fucking psycho. (laughs) (laughs) This happens with Savannah all the time. I'll be like, yeah, your your family doesn't do that. And she's like, no. Yeah, that's just you. What's (laughs) wrong with you? So (laughs) to back, dad. Stepmom going into the city, see a show, and you're like, we're doing it. Yeah. I'm like, I just call my stepbrother. I'm like, yo, we should throw a party tonight. They're going to be out of town. He's like, oh, I didn't even know. Like, so How much older is your stepbrother? We're the same age. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he's like, let's- uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. And um, what happened? Sorry, I just spaced out completely. So what What kind of- So we're in the North Shore in Jersey. What kind of- Is it a big- Like, if you don't mind my asking, is it a big house, smaller house, basement? Like, what? talk to me. What do we got going on? Uh, it's like a basement and then two floors, but the top floor is like just bedrooms and there's like a pretty pretty regular sized house. Okay. Like not okay. Like huge or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And we, this uh, is always interesting to me because in the Northeast, houses are way smaller than they are in the South. Just because of price points right, and stuff. Right. Like, everything's so much more expensive up here. Yeah. So, like, I have friends that I grew up with where they seem – like, now I walk into play, places up here and I'm like, oh, like, my friends have, like, palatial mansions compared to this. <laughs> and it's really just, like, a four-bedroom house, but it's, like – It's a huge one. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Like, I literally came from a three-bedroom house with a yard, fenced-in backyard, mm-hmm. to a one-bedroom apartment that's, like, not even 600 square feet. Yeah, that's a – tough adjustment yeah well so it's always interesting to me when i talk to people who are from the northeast because right i always find that fascinating like the the environment i grew up in versus the environment you guys right. grew up in yeah i think it was a four bedroom house yeah so basement ripe for the partying well we did a party on the main floor yeah 
But we, yeah, so we're like, um, there weren't like a lot of parties, like house parties like that uh, when I was growing up. Like, I really never went to one. So, uh, you've mentioned this a couple times now. Was it a strict community or people just weren't ripping and running? I was like, it's like relatively religious. Because I was shunned for lack of a better term, and bullied as an outcast because I didn't party. I didn't drink. Like, I saw what drinking did to people around me, and I was like, oh, I'll never touch that stuff. And then, you know, yeah, irony. I, <laughs> I'm the one who became an alcoholic. But uh, but it's interesting to me because you, you've already mentioned that, you, you know, obviously you didn't drink or party or anything with your parents. You know, nobody really started drinking until later on in life. There wasn't a lot of house parties going on. So was it a – you said it was a pretty religious um, neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, it's like a pretty like tight Jewish community. Okay, um, there was like drinking going on. I think I probably just wasn't invited <laughs> for sure. But there, there was like people were drinking for sure, but like not like huge parties. It'd be yeah, like smaller like are like five of us were like just hanging out. Yeah, because like I, it's definitely different than the way I came up. We had like seven or eight friends, like either my friends or family friends, like from my brothers and sisters that that died that died from DUIs and drinking and oh, driving damn. by the time we were like 20. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, at least I don't remember like anyone that I grew up with having that. Yeah. I don't okay. Think happened. So a little, little more laid back in the North shore of New Jersey. It's like a pretty like sheltered community. Yeah. Say, like pretty closed off. But you're about to blow it all out of the water with this party. I guess so. Yeah. We, um, yeah. So we said like, let's, let's just throw a party. Like let's have a small thing like BYOB. Like everyone just like bring some stuff. Let's hang out, you know? And my stepbrother, he had a fake ID at the time. Okay. And because uh, you look older, older than what twenty five. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, like because you have like a full beard and yeah, thank you. Thick hair and oh yeah, that powerful jawline. Oh wow, I lost a bunch of weight. Thank you for noticing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I lost like twenty pounds. This oh, year. good shit. Yeah, I went for a run today. Crazy stuff. That's what you said. Then you're gonna do twelve pushups and kick the shit out of Andrew. Yeah, that's not a lie. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, we said like BYOB, but then he had a fake ID, so he ended up like buying a bunch of stuff. So okay, we had a lot of alcohol. Plus, everyone was bringing their own beer, stuff. wine, or liquor. Liquor has to be liquor, right? Liquor and beer. Yeah, because when you're young, you don't you don't realize that. Well, we were drinking like Miller High Life's. Yeah, yeah, champagne. Yeah, oh, the champagne at Miller High Life's and like smearing off ice. Like that was we were we were ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, I was just trying to take a sip of my water, and then he said Smirnoff Ice and almost spit all over the microphone. But back then, it wasn't ironic. That was the best thing you could drink. Yeah. Zimas were ironic back then. I don't oh, you know don't, what that is. You don't know what I that no is. I don't what that is. That was Smirnoff Ice before Smirnoff Ice. Got it. That sounds delicious, then. God, I fucking hate myself. <laughs> I mean, it's just alcohol juice. Like, yeah. You can't beat that. Well, so Zimas were like, um, so they have seltzer water or seltzer beer now, seltzer alcohol like now. White Claws? Yeah. You're right, right. So that's what Zima was. Okay. And everyone fucking ripped on it because they're like, this is garbage. Like, this is just alcoholic soda water. This is disgusting. Like, tore it to shreds. So it was just ahead of its time. Way ahead of its right. time. Way ahead. I mean, yeah, White Claw was huge when I was in college. Is when it Dude, White Claw is still huge. No, but that's when it like started. Yeah. God, I remember when that happened. I was like, this will never take off. And then everyone started doing it. They're the best. The seltzers? Yeah. Hard seltzer? Where was that when I was dying of alcohol poisoning? You know Would what I mean? helped? No, oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a malt guy. I only drank liquor. That was my thing. Yeah. That was like my staple. That's good. So, beer. Liquor, Smirnoff Ices, we're partying in the North Shore. Yeah. We, yeah, and then I don't know. How many people showed up? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. 
Ev- everybody. So it was supposed to be a small get together, BYOB, and it turns into this massive party. We got lucky because there just happened to be another house party that night. Okay. So like it kind of split the town a little bit, which was great. But like the house was overrun. It was like <laughs> it was completely insane. Um, I like I was like multi <laughs> over a hundred people throughout the night. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot, especially we, from like a small little. I was gonna say, and we also being in the world of comedy, we're. We're a lot more in tune to how many people 100 people really is. Yeah, it was a good amount of people. Because I've done shows before where it's 60 people and you're like, damn, this is packed. Yeah. So 100 people, I couldn't imagine. That's what I was told. Like I said, I yeah. like from the second it started, I was just... So getting- what happened? You just started doing shots and lost it? Shots, beer, just getting at, you know, getting after it. I'm about to go to college. I'm like yeah. gearing up. Like This is going to be my life for four years. I have to start now. <laughs> and um, yeah, we we're just getting ripped. A lot of people came. And then at some point in the night, I was just like, all right, I'm going to the next party. See you. And I just left. <laughs> You left your own house? I left my own house. Uh, my dad actually got really mad about that. And then I, I told him like, well, my ID actually has mom's address on it. Um, you know, my stepbrother's ID has this address on it. So I feel like I didn't even leave my house. So he really did not <laughs> like that. He did not like that at all. <laughs> Don't you love it when you think you come up with a solid argument and they're like, how about I fucking punch you in the throat? Yeah, like, you yeah. idiot. How, yeah. How about you're lucky no one died last <laughs> Yeah, <night>? exactly. <laughs> but I just left. Where did you go? Do you remember? I went to the other house. <laughs> I was wasted already when I showed up there. And everyone was like, aren't you having a party right now? <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Papa Bear's home. Let's party. Yeah, I didn't, my sisters didn't know about my party. I never told. Like they were not. They weren't invited to it, which they also were annoyed about. But so what happened? So we fast forward. You black out. Yeah, you end up back home. I assume. I went. So I went to that second house party. And then we went to like this. Uh, it's like a late night uh, food spot, I guess. And I just like threw up everywhere there. Like it was bad, oh, man. It was so bad. And then I woke up the next day at home, and. Uh, my dad came back from the city. So they came back. Your dad and your stepmom came back. Yeah. Well I, well, I slept at my mom's house that night, actually. Okay. So I didn't even sleep at my dad's house. My stepbrother calls me. He's like, hey, I just cleaned up the whole house. We're good. I'm like, oh, perfect. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Then my dad- I expected that phone call to be like, hey, asshole, get your ass over here and help me clean up the house. No, he's like, yeah, we're all set, cleaned up. I'm like, all right, perfect. Then we can go back to sleep. Um, and uh, then what happened? Oh, my dad- <laughs> My dad gets home and he calls me. He's like, hey, the entire house smells like beer. Get over here right now. Oh, so even though your brother cleaned the house, it was still... I showed up. It wasn't clean. I don't know what he was Uh, talking about. He just thought he cleaned it, I guess. You showed up and you're like, what the... This is not... A complete mess. Like the floors are sticky. The tables are sticky. Everything's disgusting there. And my dad has um, like a voicemail on his phone from our neighbor, our neighbor in the backyard and they're just like hey we know you had fun last night um someone broke a bottle in front of our house can you just come clean it up like no big deal so my dad knew before yeah he showed before up. he yeah, even got like there we didn't even come close to getting away with it and it was like my cousin he like just smashed a bottle in front of their house and just like left so yeah yeah and what it, happened Honestly, nothing. Were you grounded? Did you get in any sort of trouble? They were like really mad, but I was going to college in like two weeks, so like nothing really happened. Yeah, there's nothing they can really do. Yeah, they're just like, be careful, I guess. Um, Did they? Were they? Did they hit you with the "we're more disappointed than like than angry" or were they just? No, they were angry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, there's so many yeah, great clips angry. for this fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, "Hey, you know, if um someone oh no, they were angry and kill someone, we're liable." Yep, hundred percent. Like, but you weren't here. Like, no, it doesn't matter. I'm like, ah, they got drunk at your house. Same yeah. thing. We have to do like a three and a half hour test for restaurants. What do you mean for like over serving? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a whole alcohol class that we have to do. It's like three and a half hours, and it's all for that whole reason because. Uh, I've never seen someone abide by that. If you well, that's the thing is like, especially in New York, because there's subways and like this used to happen in Florida all the time, where people would get blackout drunk, and then they would just look at me as their server and be like, "No, no, no, I'm taking an Uber." It's like, all right, well, you're still being a belligerent like asshole. Like that doesn't give you carte blanche to just get shit house, right? But yeah, that's that's a very. I mean, your dad's right. That's a very for sure. I shouldn't have done it, but I was seventeen and I did. So yeah, fuck it. You gotta learn by doing. Yeah. A few weeks later, we were in college, and he (laughs) he sends me and my stepbrother like in a group chat. Goes like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's just a picture of trash bags like falling out from under like the porch. Your brother tried to hide them. He just hid them all under there and didn't tell anybody. And we're both in college and we're just like, ah, that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> At that point, my dad, I think, laughed about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that is funny where he's like, ah, son of a bitch. Like, you didn't even just like put them in little the Little Easter eggs. Yeah. Hey! It, was, it was awesome, though. But yeah, it was a fun party, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Let's talk about your 19th birthday. Oh, that was a bad one. So this is a couple years later. Yeah. In college. Where did you go to college, by the way? Binghamton. Okay. Uh, upstate New York. Yeah, it's I know Binghamton. A, yeah, New York I'm a big school. PTI fan. Tony Cor- Kornheiser went to Binghamton. I've no idea what that is. Pardon the interruption. Oh, I am. Is. I do know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Binghamton Bearcats. Binghamton Bearcats. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, so I was back in the city for the summer. Okay. Uh, my birthday's in August. So wait, when you say back in the city, you mean were you staying at your folks' house or were you back like living in the city? What what's going I had on? internships in the city okay. every summer, so I'd like stay with family here and then okay. on the weekends go back home to Jersey. Got it. Uh, you know the beach and all that stuff. Yeah. But during so, the week I was here. So you're in the city. Yeah, I came. Actually, this was on a weekend. I came for the weekend just because my birthday. I yeah. went to see all my college friends. They all live, you know, uh, Westchester, Long Island. So Manhattan was just a spot to meet up. And you're 19th. It's not like you can get too crazy. But we had like... Or can you? No, you can. <laughs> especially in the city. Like we had fake IDs. We were already in college for a year. Okay. Yeah. Like in Binghamton, we were drink Like fake IDs are just like... See, where I super, came up... Everyone has one. You're, I was going to bars since I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. See, we didn't use... We didn't do... I mean, obviously, this was about 10 years before you were doing it. But we didn't do the fake ID. Th- I... Let me speak for me. I didn't do the fake ID thing. I did this trick that my... Um, Dad inadvertently, I think, taught me. Would you chalk it or something? No, it's that if you want anything in in the service world, you have you pay for it. So I learned at a young age that like you throw a little money around and people are a lot. I used right. to do this when I would go to bars well into my 20s was you give the bartender a 50. You ask for one drink. You give him a 50. You go, that's for you. Just remember my face. Yeah. So when the bar's three deep, you just walk up and give them a little wave and they go, got you right now. Here you go. Yeah. And so... When I was in college, like when I was 19, 20, you know, and first started drinking and stuff, one, I was a division one football player. Right. So, you know, you didn't really have to worry about getting carded in the first place. But two, I would go into bars and when I would order my drink and they'd ask for my ID, I'd put like a 50 or a couple of 20s under my ID and hand it to them. Right. So then they would just pull the money and go, all right, you're good. Yeah. We in Binghamton, like you guys had, just had fake IDs. Everyone had fake IDs. Everyone got in with them. There was like when I was a senior in college, um, we were hanging out with like 
I had like a friend from high school that was a freshman that he went to Binghamton sort of hanging out with him and some of his friends just like showing them around the first couple weeks. Yeah. And um, he came with like some girls and they didn't have fake IDs yet. So one of the, it's like this like blonde girl used my roommate's fake ID and he's just like this, you know, big hairy Jew with like a full beard in the picture and she showed it to them at the bar and she just got right in. Wow. Like they didn't care up in Binghamton. Like, yeah, they just. Showed them anything. As long as you showed them something because it's them not their responsibility. They're not going to call you out. Right. Like, show them something you- with the correct date on it and, and they don't good. care yeah. yeah okay once in a while we'd like get word that the bars were getting raided and then you just wouldn't go out that night and okay would get raided but <laughs> i don't know how i guess like someone told someone but yeah it was just, always accurate really yeah god that's insane yeah we'd just be like sitting in like the dining hall eating late night and we see like hundreds of students like show up like yep bars got shut down tonight damn but that was like once a year maybe yeah but they did it just enough to keep everybody on their toes yeah, but like not even. No one cared. <laughs> yeah. So you're in the city, turn to 19, fake IDs, ready to party. Yeah, I didn't drink that whole summer. Oh, okay. I barely drank that summer after, I think, literally probably zero times, maybe once uh, between, you know, after freshman year. Um, I was just like working and, like, yeah. you know. Living life. Yeah, exactly. Just like. You don't strike me as the person who's dependent upon alcohol, so. In some ways, I am, but okay, yeah. But this summer, you were not. You were, yeah. But so yeah, I, I was summer Isaac exactly. Summer Isaac was just here to chill and yeah. like do finance or whatever I was supposed to be doing. And um, <laughs> so what happens? Yeah, so I took a train from Jersey to the city for the weekend. Uh, staying at a friend's house, hotel. Where you staying? I was staying someone in my family. Okay, I remember. But we we get there. Me and my, he's still my good, they're still my good friends, but uh, one of my friends got there like the same time as me. The rest were coming a little later. We went and we got like just like a six pack of like, you know, like a red. Smirnoff uh, Isis. Yeah, exactly. No, like the reds. Uh, uh, red stripe? No, what the hell is it? Like um, cider, like the red. Oh, okay, cider, yeah, yeah, orchard yeah. Cider. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just split a six pack of it like pretty. Chill. Like bitchy drink. Yeah, like it's not like we're getting like ripped on shots yet or anything. We just had a few of those and the rest of the friends come and all I remember having and everyone else agrees with me is like one or two shots of whiskey. Like no one. And you just, you're gone like that. I don't know how or why. Like, it, like this it felt is like so I had fascinating to me. Yeah. And everyone said it the next day too. Like they're like, no, no, we don't know how you got so wasted. And all I know is I started walking to the bar with them. And then I woke up in the hospital. Like everything. Oh my god! Yeah, everything else had to be filled in after. And like they told me the whole story. Like I just like fell. Like I had like my whole like face was like bruised and cut up and shit. And uh, so you were just walking in the bar, fell down, and like we we made it like maybe a hundred feet out of the apartment. Like we were not even close, and it was over for me. They they all (laughs) lifted me up. They tried to like carry me home, and then like cops came by. And like, is he okay? Like, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Like, not a big deal. Like, I was passed out on the sidewalk. Yeah. The cops came back a few minutes later and they said, we're going to have to call the ambulance for this. So, the ambulance- You're carrying a limp yeah, body around exactly. the city. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't look good for us, you guys. We're no, it was bad. Yeah. They're like, we need, we, need, you know, sorry, we got to take care of him. <laughs> so, the ambulance came and they, uh, what happened? Yeah, I guess they- <laughs> They um they picked me up and like they tried to put me on the stretcher and like my pants just like fell off. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops are there. They like take a flashlight, shine them on me. They're like, "Hey, can we get a blanket to cover this thing over here?" And um they they're looking through. They see like my fake ID. They take the fake ID. Yeah. 
And then like literally, I just wake up in the hospital the next day, and I was like still drunk. Like I had like the IV in my arm. I just like just try like ripping it out, and the nurses are like, uh, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, They're like, "Hey, you need to sign this paper to leave." And I was still wasted. I was wearing a, what was I wearing? I was wearing a white sweatshirt and white sweatpants because I threw up all over my clothes. Oh, God. Yeah, and I, like, thought I was dead when I woke up. I'm like, what's, <laughs> like, everything is white. Like, this is crazy. Did you, um, did you ever get a toxicology report back? I have no idea. Okay. Because I'd be interested to know if maybe something happened to one of your drinks or maybe one of your buddies was like, yeah, let's have a little more fun and, like, put something in it. I, we never did drugs. Yeah, see, that's bananas to me because you're not the first person I've had on this show where and again it all comes back to our experiences where they've only had like one or two drinks and then they're out like a light it was great but yeah maybe i had a lot more but i don't think i did you know like i was well, yeah if you have a if you have a, a tolerance that's not built up or if you just if your body's not accustomed to it or some people just react differently yeah but like that whole year prior i was drinking like a maniac and blacking out and having like a hundred drinks a night you know yeah. so i don't really know i guess yeah, it's take a, the summer off it summer. is a weird thing because i've been in situations before where if i binge drink too much like i almost feel like i can't get drunk right like i'm almost like cognitive of what's happening and I've i'm never like had that so it, when i got my second dui i blew and the guy was like all right so it was like 0.28 and the guy was like, all right, so legally, if this was 0. 0.02 higher, if it was 0. 0.3 or higher, we have to legally take you to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. Right. And he goes, but you're having a full-on conversation with us. And I go, yeah. And he's like, the fuck? Like, normally so like people are dying yeah. Like at this point. Well, when I went, when I got rushed to the ER for alcohol poisoning, when I almost died the last time I drank, it was like 0.35. Uh-huh. And that's when I was like, yeah, that's like crazy. gone. Yeah. And they're like, that's the one. I try to tell this on stage, but it's a little too dark. People don't laugh or think it's as funny as I do. But the doctor goes, you should have been dead hours ago. I don't even know how you're still alive. And I go, well, I've been training for this my whole yeah. life. That's, that doesn't work? <laughs> no. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> So you black out, end up in the hospital. How do you get out of the hospital? Do you just leave? I just, yeah, pretty much. Like, Did oh. you sign the paperwork? Well, they're like, hey, your friends were here. Like, they thought you were going to die. Like, they were like drunk too, like crying for hours. Like, they thought you were dead. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. But they were just like wasted too. You know? Yeah. And then they, yeah. You got to save him. <laughs> Give him the shot. <laughs> like fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Ah. Right in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Did you I ever just, see Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Okay. Just. Yeah, I like it. I just want to make sure because I mean I grew up like watching like old movies. Okay, well, with my go family. fuck yourself. All right, Pulp Fiction. That's not an old movie. No, it is an old movie. <laughs> I remember when it came out. Well, I was thinking more like Blazing Saddles and stuff. Yeah, like those. Yeah, yeah, those fucking old ancient yeah. movies. Fuck those guys. Is that not old? Am no, I- no. You are right. Oh, Blazing okay. Saddles is old. Pulp Fiction. I I was. I remember when it came out, so oh, I don't think crazy. of it as like an old movie. Oh, to me, that's a pretty old movie. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, I signed the paperwork, <laughs> but I don't like, I was like, so dry. I just like signed yeah, something just scribbled and, it and then started walking and I it was like six in the morning. I found a taxi. I was still like wasted. I felt like shit. And I uh, went back to the apartment. All my friends were like on the couch, just like surprised to see me. They're like, oh, thank God you made it back. Um, yeah. You made it back all the way on your own too. Yeah. I don't know how to get like basically to fall down get the shit kicked not literally yeah. but like you know to be all that that beat up and then just find your way back from the hospital yeah i'd be like what the fuck we were expecting a phone call yeah it was rough um i don't th- i think my phone was probably dead or something or but. so what so what ends up happening do you continue to celebrate or do you just 
Well, I was only we we're only supposed to go out that one night. So, oh, okay. So they just like filled me in on the like what happened that night that I missed, which was me going. To and the then hospital. you have to be at work at your internship on the next morning. No, that was uh, that was a Saturday night. So I was going back to um, back to Jersey. Okay. You know what? My internship might have ended. That's why I was. I was gonna say because if it happened Saturday yeah. night, that means Sunday you're getting the the recap, and then you would have to be back at work on Monday. Yeah, I think my internship ended by then. Okay. I think. Because I went back. I know for a fact I went back to Jersey Sunday. And my dad picks me up from the train. He's like, hey, how was it? Good time? And I'm, I was just like dead serious. I'm like, and I'm like, nah, it wasn't good. <laughs> like something bad happened. <laughs> I can just imagine your dad being like, yeah. This is what you get for throwing house parties when I'm out of town, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you already forgot about it. This was a year later. <laughs> Karma comes back around, doesn't it, Isaac? So, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> but I had like my fa- like I said, I had like cuts on my face. Yeah. Like, what happened to you? I'm like, I uh, don't know. I woke up in the hospital, and that was more of a dis- more disappointed and worried than yeah, because that's were. a scary thing for a yeah. father to hear. Like, I don't know what happened. I woke up in the hospital. Yeah, that's m- terrifying. Terrible. And my mom's like, does this every time you drink, do you end up in the hospital? I'm like, no, obviously not. <laughs> But it happened this You would have been dropped from your insurance if that was the case. Literally, yeah. And then she told me like, oh, this is like a super expensive bill. This is not great. And uh, did you have insurance? Yeah, I was was 19. I was on my parents. Yeah, okay. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's the thing now. It's like uh, I've been having these weird spells of like getting sick, like randomly. It's almost like a food poisoning, but it just happens at the most random time. So I was talking to my dad about it. He goes, you need to go to the doctor. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go to the doctor. And then I hung up the phone. I was like, I don't have health insurance. I'm not going to the doctor. Like, yeah. this is just something I deal with now. Just power through it. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Most days I feel great. So it's fine. Right. And you then some days the I doctor. wake up and just vomit, even though I haven't had a drink in four years. You should go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have ulcers or something. Though. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, all right. Let's 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 keep it on you. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So the last thing I wanted to talk to you about was you... Uh, text me visiting colleges yeah so was this like something obviously this is between high school and college or was this junior to senior year of high school i think this was during senior year okay because that's what when we would take our official visits and stuff it was the summer between junior and senior year and then our senior year is when we would go like i'm talking about for sports right i guess it's different for that right it's more yeah. of an official process yeah yeah yeah. yeah they're literally called official visits okay yeah no we didn't we just like went. you guys just went did you know people at the schools or did you just show up and we only really went to binghamton oh okay so yeah. what happened so we we knew there was um so you're kid. seniors in high school we're seniors in high school there was a uh, a kid that um graduated from my high school that went to binghamton okay so we coordinated to go stay by him. The school let us, I think, like miss class on Friday because we were going to uh, visit a college. How far north is it? Uh, three, three and a half hour drive. Oh, okay. So it's not something you could just do on a whim. Like it's, you got to plan it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, that's why they gave you the day off. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's not like a day trip. Right. Yeah. We were going for the whole weekend just yeah. to check it out. So we, it was four of us from my grade, me and three other guys. And we, we drove up to Binghamton and, um, you know, it was just like, oh, this is like from the second we got there, like, oh, shit, like college is going to be sick. You know, like, we, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. Like Friday night, we did like all like the Jewish stuff. We went to like Chabad, whatever, like drank a little bit. Like, nothing yeah, crazy. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an idea what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Actually, actually, I do. I dated a Jewish girl in college. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, and her parents were very, not orthodox, but pretty religious. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget uh, for my international law class, I wrote a paper on the... um self-identifying sovereignty of palestine uh-huh 
Um, and I got a really good grade on it. Nice. And she showed her parents. Oh, they didn't like it, huh? At all. <laughs> she, because her dad's a doctor and she's like, yeah, Brent's going to go to law school and he's you no, know, like, look at this paper he wrote. Like, this is such a good paper. And I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Of all the things you could show them. I wrote one about Israel as like a fake. <laughs> show them that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, it talks about how powerful. I was like, God, what are you doing? So yeah, I'm very aware of, uh-huh, of the, Jews. Yeah, yeah, the Jewish culture. You wrote a paper on uh, decriminalizing <laughs> Jews, and <laughs> <laughs> so Friday night, you guys do do your thing. Yeah, just Shabbat like, Shalom. Exactly. You know, had a few drinks, like nothing crazy. We were just hanging out, but then Saturday night, it was. It got. We were on. We're here to party. The Sabbath, you know? baby. Let's oh, go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right when it ended, we're. We were drinking. Uh, now, did you? Uh, this is. I'm curious. Did you black out again on this one? Every single time I drank. God damn. Yeah. Well, that's why I had to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us full circle. So you go there, you party, things get crazy. Yeah. Did you do anything stupid? Like end up in the hospital? I didn't end up in the hospital. Um, but we, we like went to frat parties. Like I couldn't drink Jack Honey for years after that. Oh, and, God. Yeah. But it, it was just like. Yeah, I mean, like, throwing up, like, you know. Again? Yeah, like, it was... So, this brings us full circle. So, then, a few months ago, you decided to just quit drinking. Yeah, yeah. Was that because of this constant pattern of just blacking out and getting sick? For a couple years, I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to have to... Even on, like, my 23rd birthday, like, I had to, like, miss work the next day. Like, that was, like, a pretty bad one. I was just thinking, like... I was like, well, I'll stop drinking eventually, but I'm too young to stop now. Yeah. Is how I felt. Yeah, I went to rehab at 25, and then at 26, I was like, I overreacted. Yeah, I don't think I'll drink again. I'm pretty. I'm pretty like. Do you do you do like a program or anything, or you were just like, I'm tired of blacking out. Yeah, I just like read some books and like you know, I have like a lot of close friends that don't drink. Yeah, so it's like pretty. See, I find that fascinating good. because I've had people on who don't drink anymore, and I think that's and not to get too heady or too deep, but that's. That's I talk about it a lot with people like my sponsees and my my sponsor and stuff is like the difference between alcoholics and heavy drinkers because it's very defined in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. There's a very clear difference. And then there are people I know who like will drink till they black out and party and then they'll just wake up one day and be like, yeah, I'm going to stop drinking, which I envy those people because that's something I had to go to rehab and detox and jail and hospitals and then finally work the steps of AA before right. I was like comfortable with not drinking. Yeah. So I always find it fascinating when I meet people like you where you're like, yeah, I went from blacking out constantly, like doing dumb shit to now I just woke up and I was like, yeah, I got to stop doing this. But it wasn't really like that because for a couple of years I was still doing that thinking like eventually <laughs> yeah. I'll have to stop. Yeah. And then I don't know. I was I tried to stop a couple of times, but like. Oh, OK. So I thought you just woke up one day no, and you were like, no. no, it's over. I was just like, all right, I'm going to be done drinking. But I wouldn't tell anybody because like I knew really I knew I wasn't done yeah. drinking. But I. um yeah, I just uh, I was like, well, if I'm gonna just stop when I'm 28, why not just stop when no. I'm 25? Like, it doesn't make sense to like keep drinking for other people or for whatever reasons it yeah. was. But do you find it? Do you find your life better, worse, so the much same, better. so much better? Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I always push this on the show. I, I don't. I definitely don't want people to, to stop drinking or think this is like me harping on like sobriety because there are times in my life where I fucking hate being sober. Like I, right. I hate it because you know things happen and there's nothing. I'm a control freak and there's nothing I can do to fix them. Right. So I just want to drink them away, but I can't. And it's like well, it's that crutch that I'm like I just wish I could do that. But my life is so much better. Like yeah, even on the worst day, it's better than like the best day, kind of. <laughs> 
like, like just like mentally. You no, know it's so mean? funny you say that. I literally have a bit on stage where I people in AA say my worst day sober is better than my best day drunk. Yeah, and it's probably I something always, I picked up from Ginsburg. But well, and I always, too, I think I always say, "What a bunch of fucking losers!" <laughs> I had great days drunk. So did I, but I don't remember any of yeah, it. That's, like well, yeah, that's well, yeah. That blackout thing is insane to me. Yeah, I mean, every time I was drinking, so it was just like ridiculous. Like I've. You, know, you just have spots of your life that are just gone. Like most of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Well, this was great. I'm glad you came on. Yeah, uh, we're at the time. So plug everything one more time. Plug the show. Yeah. Plug uh, your social media, all that. Yeah, Village Idiot Comedy Show every Monday and Wednesday um, on Instagram at The Village Idiot. And then my Instagram is just IsaacG53. Boom. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you, Isaac, for yeah, coming for on. Having me. We've completed The Village Idiot. Let's I got it. Hell Yeah, Village Idiot. I'm coming for rent money next. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, Brennan T. Comedy on all social media at Brennan T. Comedy. Uh, Brennan T. Comedy.com for show dates. I'll be in Ohio next month. Um, and thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan And we'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>